Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. The penultimate Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, that's, I don't, is that real? Is that a thing? Well, yeah, sure. Because tomorrow what? is the last episode. What? What? I was going to yell, but I'm trying to save my voice. Yeah, Bradley Trainer, you, um, I would like to give you a hall pass to whisper as what? much as possible today. Uh, because you got to keep that voice. I do have my singer's throat spray. Oh, good. Keep keep that thing lubricated. It's what, like Adele uses. Oh. Did we also uh, change the air filtration in the studio with a um, a very Girl, expensive? I ain't Adele. Okay, thank I cannot you. afford. <laughs> have you have you seen this place? Mm-hmm. And by that I mean me. Right. Well, I'm t- <laughs> what I'm saying for those of you who are like, what is she talking about? Adele apparently changed the entire air filtration system of the place where she is performing at Caesar's Palace to help uh, keep her instruments. Uh, moist. And I'm trying to keep my instrument moist. Yeah. Okay, stop. Nope. Oh, ew, oh, ew, ew, that sounded nasty. I know. Why did you have to That's make nasty. it dirty? That was you. Uh, <laughs> no, because today, <laughs> though... <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty. Uh, because today is the penultimate episode of the Colleen and Bradley but, show. Wait, what? Why? Well, because tomorrow is my last day here at My Talk 1071 oh. as a full time radio host. It's, I mean, it's literally my last day. I keep saying that to try to soften the blow to myself um, because I will be able to come back and uh, fill yeah, in from time to time. They haven't deactivated your card that I know of yet. I know. Like, I don't know how this goes. Do I have to turn stuff in? Well, here's how you'll know. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next time you roll up, because, yeah. you know, like uh, somebody over here calls you and says, hey, Colleen. Uh, my my instrument isn't moist today. Can you come in? <laughs> you roll up. If the gate don't open, mm-hmm. y'all, you need to go to the receptionist. I think it's cute that you think I'm going to go park in the back. I'll be an official visitor. Oh, she's like, I'm taking advantage. I'll be in the Gucci spot up front. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Bye. Walk Anywho. in the back like the rest of us. <laughs> but yes, tomorrow is my last day on the air. And oh, but it's really not easy. But we're not going to like belabor this through the whole next two days. We'll we belabor do have a- the heck out of it tomorrow. Don't you worry. I uh-huh. can't wait. Uh, you know what I love is, <laughs> no, I'm just, it's I am. I'm here for the journey, but today we do have a full show of pop culture news. 
Yeah, and I also, before we begin, we are actually going to go, aren't we going to walk down memory lane right now? Yeah, yeah. of course we are. Uh-huh. But before we do that, I want to just take a moment and say thank you to all the beautiful listeners who've reached oh. out by email, and I'm sure you've gotten tons more like on your socials, but um, we've gotten some nice family emails from listeners, yeah. and you guys are great, so thank you for all the, it's really just nice to hear from the people that hear us. It's so true. No, it's so true because I will say this. Like, one of the weird things about this job is... One. Well, yeah, there's so many weird things about this job. But one of them is that we sit in these rooms and we know that our voice is being amplified through space and time to people's ear holes. Yeah, because I'll be walking through, I'm not kidding you, the RSW airport in Fort Myers, Florida, talking to my partner and someone will whip around and go, hey... Bradley Trainer, how weird is that? What did you really? What did you and Colleen really think of that burger you ate the other day? Okay, and then you you remember mm-hmm. your voice carries. Yeah, and people hear it and they know that thing. And it's like one thing we can't escape. But when we're in this room together, the three of us, we're just looking at each other, and we got these things in our faces. And so it's a weird experience um, to do the job, but then to have get the feedback because we know you're there, but we don't know you're there. You know what I mean? But your your words make us feel you. It I, that didn't well, work right. I'm sorry. I'm trying our... <laughs> really hard. <laughs> but it is true when you when you send us these wonderful emails and let us know, uh, you know what the show has meant to you. That is so wonderful, and I just I can't even right now. So let's just take a walk down memory lane. Yeah, oh yeah, that'll make it better. I know. Yeah, honey, just get some Kleenex. Holly, roll that beautiful bean footage. And now. For another great moment in Colleen and Bradley show history. What was happening at my talk, Lex and Don? Yeah, well, Don needs to start because I came toward the tail end of it. Well, Colleen and Bradley, you know, they're still reeling from the fact that Zac Efron never (laughs) called in in the entire month of October. No matter what they did, their best efforts, listeners' efforts. So they're really, really desperate to have some celebrity, any celebrity call into their show. Yeah. So they set their sights on Chrissy Teigen, knowing (laughs) that she in the past has enjoyed a Juicy Lucy. Okay. Yep. In the Twin Cities. So they thought, what if she goes back to Matt's and gets a Juicy Lucy? In their mind, they created this entire fantasy (laughs) that she was going to go in herself. Walk Keyword. up to the bar and Fantasy. order a Juicy Lucy to go. That I'm yeah. like, well, this is kind of, in my mind, I'm thinking as I'm, you know, doing work, this is a little far-fetched, but go ahead and plan everything around this fantasy. Yeah. So anyway, they just decide. You can't, we, you can't pop the bubble, Dawn. Okay, I mean, yeah. yeah, I just, well, plus it's not my place to, it's their show, they're planning it. You know, I, I exactly. say enough whenever they're talking. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah. so um, so then uh, <laughs> B. Arthur gets involved and there she's, B. Arthur's, you know, stomping down the hall back and forth like she does. Um, figuring out this and that and like, well, this is what you should do and that and then we'll do this. Their idea was to get a hold of Matt's and say, if Chrissy Teigen comes in, please slip her this note on a napkin, write this. Please call the Colleen and Bradley show during this time to this time and noon to three and (laughs) please call this number and they gave the hotline on there um, and we will do X, Y, and Z for you until and they were negotiating what they were going to give like we will the say du- that Matt is the best place for the juicy lucy 
every day on the show, like they were trying to negotiate. So, like oh the, the Matt isn't even involved. They haven't even talked summit. to Matt yet. Right, but didn't so they make is... like a dozen burgers or something? I have no clue what went on because I had uh, to go yeah. on with my life. I still don't know. And that was another great moment in Colleen and Bradley's show history. Do you I remember s- that? I still don't know why they were making fun of us for that. <laughs> well, because I think they they doubted our our um, D list <laughs> discovery talents. I mean, and this I just thought this as I was going through. So, listeners, for some context, I was going through uh, like an archive of our old shows and just little bits and pieces over the last ten years, and I had totally forgotten that we did this. I remembered the Zac Efron hunt for Hot Zacktober, mm-hmm. which we actually got. I think a tweet from him, but that was the closest oh, we ever I came think from. He Zach. gave us an emoji. But girl, Twitter. I'll take an emoji from mm-hmm. Zach. What do you got? What has anybody else gotten nothing, from Zach? Nothing. Huh? Nothing. Okay. Thank you. Okay. But but you have his socks. I I do own his clothes. Mm-hmm. You guys, I bought them fair and square at an auction. That's it's true. not creepy. <laughs> um, but I had forgotten the Chrissy Teigen thing, right? Where we tried to like get up in her order at Matt's. Did you remember that? Oh, yeah. No, we totally... Because... Okay. Because we did exactly what they said we did, which is we called Matt's and we were like, listen. Now, what I don't remember is like the timing of it, because somehow we had to have known that she was going to Matt's or something in order to get in I think she had talked about it on social. Must have. And so we called Matt's and we were like, listen. Now... Full disclosure, I actually do believe that Matt's is the king of the Juicy Lucy. That That's is, the OG, man. Don't I've, even come at me with your other... I'm not even going to mention them. I won't even hear it. I will not... I am like a wall to that. They're also my neighbors, so if I said bad things about right. them, they would, you know... They know you where you live. You don't need bad neighbors. Um, but no, but Matt's has been, I mean, the, a thing forever. So I truly do believe what we did, but what we had to do for an entire month is start our show by saying... That Matt's and we had like a whole thing that we said that was about like Matt's being the superior Juicy Lucy. I am sure that their business boomed as a result. Oh, of my God. Are you kidding? Teasing. Like, I don't care what <laughs> former President Obama was able to do for them on, you know, getting attention when he ate there. The Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, but uh, but uh, we were like we did. We, we were like, could you just put this note in the bag for Chrissy Teigen? All I care about is that somebody adjacent to Chrissy Teigen at some point had a bag full of greasy food with a note from us in it. That's all I care about. And, you know, we did get the the heads up that the note would have been delivered, right? I think we did. I think we heard that the bird landed. Because there was some sort of confusion about, like, we, somebody from the place, from Matt's, Mm -hmm. I think, confirmed that. Yeah. And what, again, the reason I wanted to play this, dear listeners, is because it's so illustrative of our show over the last 10 plus years, especially the early years, when we were like, we just want to be seen. Can somebody just (laughs) notice us? And like, we're not getting, um, you know, the A-list celebrity interviews that the morning show would get, you know, rightly. Yeah. Or Lori and Julia and their, you know, amazing author cavalcade that they'll have on. Mm-hmm. They've had some amazing people on over the years. And in studio. I mean, like, they they get people. And we have to. Let's be clear. I mean, Vicki Lawrence. Lawrence. And Vicki Lawrence. That's great. <laughs> we, 
also she meant a lot to us and then dashed our hopes. But that's a whole separate story. We're not going to focus on the negative today. I did just Mm want to honor the gumption that this show has brought to pop culture for the last 10 years. And frankly, your ingenuity, like truly, you always have like, what if... And then we hatch a plan, uh, and it usually fails, but at the end of the day, we had fun. And we did it. Yeah. And we've got a story to tell, and I want our listeners to know we did it for you. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> totally blame the listeners. Well, no, because but we did. We were like, this could be entertaining. Now, listen, if <laughs> this, Chrissy hey, Teigen... this could be entertaining. You don't know. <laughs> if Chrissy Teigen calls in tomorrow, I will think that that is the longest I mean, I, joke you know, ever. That's probably... That could... T- not that's happening. not happening. It's not going to happen sorry, she's at not, all. She wasn't on our list. Maybe Jason can uh, pull some strings. I mean, if he knows... Well, he knows people. I feel like he met... That's the other thing. Do you remember this? Why didn't we ever just ask Jason? Well, Jason met her. I know. Like, he was out to dinner, and she was also there, yeah. and he took a picture with her. And I was like, did you ask her if she got our note? And he probably smirked and was like, are you kidding me right now? He was kind about it, but it was oh, a little good. bit like, oh, that's cute like, that you guys did that. <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. Oh, you're adorable. No, I think, you know, our. I think we showed that when given... Peanuts. Yep. We will make butter. We will make peanut butter. <laughs> we like Which peanut is butter. everybody's favorite smooth treat. Uh, when we return, uh, thank you guys for that. That was funny. <laughs> oh, that I had forgotten memory. not only that story, oh. but I had also forgotten that the morning show was poking fun at us about it. And I was like, oh gosh, yeah, we really were the juveniles. But were? Okay, come on. We're I adults mean, now. Bradley, honey. we started the show talking about a moist instrument. I mean, that's funny though. That's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got more fun planned for you today, but we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Let's talk about a sequel that's in the works high over at Paramount+. Plus. We're getting a sequel to the movie Election. Remember that movie starring Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon? That's an oldie. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon is back as Tracy Flick. In the new movie, Tracy Flick can't win, and it's set to air on Paramount+. Plus. I mean, this'll be fun, right? Yes. I'm okay. assuming this comes from her production company. That's what I was thinking. Um, I'm not sure if she's producing, but Alexander Payne, who co-wrote and directed the original film, is going to be working on the follow-up. What's it going to be called? It's called Tracy Flick Can't Win. Oh, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's going to be airing uh, sometime in the near future. Apparently there's a not. So this, I didn't know these were, the, so these were books. Because okay. I just typed in Tracy Flick Can't Win and it says a novel. Oh, really? Book by Tom Parada. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but exciting. I mean, again, election was a f- it was a hilariously funny. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. A movie. Wasn't um, Michelle Williams also in that? I can't speak to that. Okay. I, for some reason, I feel like she was, and I would be curious if she's, or did I, am I making that up? You might be thinking of the movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're thinking of the movie Richard? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's about, that co-stars Kirsten Dunst and Michelle Williams. Yes. Look, the late 90s was full of all sorts of teen comedy romps. Yes. This book was just shorts. written, on, uh, or just came out in June. Great. So yes. perhaps this was like a. Well, I'll have to read the book before I see the mm. the movie. Wonderful! <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be doing that. Uh huh. Well, hey, it's on Paramount Plus, so the odds are, Colleen, that you're actually going to be watching this because you don't have to yeah. go to the movie theater. This is true. Um, something that you can watch from the comfort of comfort of your own home right now is the show Wednesday over on Netflix. Look, this is just a straight up phenomenon. Everybody's watching. I was supposed Everybody's to start this watching. last night with my daughter, and then she last minute changed her mind, and I was so bummed because I really want to watch it, but I feel like I want to do that in community. Sure. But I've heard nothing but good things. Your daughter's in the prime demographic for Wednesday. This is like the CW takes on the Adams family. And star Jenny Ortega, she plays Wednesday Adams. She's gained 10 million new Instagram followers in the days since Wednesday's release. I mean, she is having a moment right now uh, because of this role. I, You know what's funny about it is I didn't know anything about it until very recently. I mean, this was not something that we were like buzzing about. In the lead up, and no. then suddenly it's here, and it's one of those Netflix shows that like catches fire, and yeah. everybody's talking about. So this was not. I mean, I I was listening to a podcast the other day, and uh, these creators were talking about how this was not expected to do this well. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's great, and I actually what I do like about it is it is rare. I mean, I think of like Stranger Things is a show that my kids age that tween. The teen age group. Yeah, it's very WB. Yeah, they got in on it. They had fun with it, whatever. There's not a lot great for that kind of, that, um, what are they called? Group. What's it called? Demo. Thank you. There's not a lot of really great stuff for them. And so this, having an offering that like everybody can watch and enjoy is kind of nice. Is Lori watching this house? Oh, she's already watched the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> and so is Julia. Because this just seems right up her alley. Yes, and they both they have love... That. They have that, and mm-hmm. they both uh, love Wednesday over on Netflix. Mm-hmm. A little more casting news. Michelle Yeoh has joined the cast of the movie musical Wicked. Oh. Yeah, she I is, love Michelle Yeoh. She is playing Madame Morrible, the headmistress oh. of Craig Hall at the university in which the lead characters attend. Mm. 
I love Wicked. I love it. I cannot wait for this movie. I am so excited. Well, we have a couple of years before we're going to see Wicked, which is actually going to be released in two parts. We get two Wicked movies. Part one is coming out Christmas of 2024, and the second part is coming out Christmas 2025. I love that they're splitting it in two. I'm fine with this. I like it. I will let Hollywood USA know. Yeah. Thank you. She likes it. Signed. Sealed and delivered. Yes. Uh, one of the hot things buzzing off where on Netflix, including Wednesday, is the new documentary, Harry and Meghan. <laughs> yeah, the, fir- the first part of Harry and Meghan, which is their love story, of course, of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, dropped this morning. And little nuggets, little tidbits, we're learning about them today. Now, we're going to be talking about this later in the program. You probably heard Bradley Trainer has some opinions on that. Yeah, my woof was just, I know that the tabloid media is going to have a field day with this thing, but I actually had um, some mixed thoughts about it. I can't wait to watch it. I watched the Lifetime movie about their love story, and I just would like to see if it checks out. This might be a little different. No, I just want to see if their story matches up. Yeah. Did it involve Instagram? Maybe. Oh, okay. (laughs) There was a lion. uh, There was a safari. It was very romantic. All right. Well, you will learn more about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's love story, which includes a trip to Africa early on in their relationship. I remember. Yeah, because you saw the Lifetime original movie. So she knows the whole story. story. Why did they even do their own documentary when Lifetime did such a good job? I don't know why they didn't just, you know, repurpose that. They really should have. Because they have taste. (laughs) We can wait to see whether or not Harry and Meghan integrate their Lifetime original movie into their own documentary next week. Because this is just part one that's dropping today. How many parts are there? Well, we have six episodes. Okay. Three episodes drop this morning. Oh, fun. Then the other three episodes are going to drop next Thursday on the 15th. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And to Bradley's point, you know, I can see why... The tabloids might get a little mm, salty about this because they are talking about the royal family's relationship with the tabloid media. Yeah, they go really hard. Yeah, they go really. I mean, oh, not oh, like okay, not like you know, it's it's not offensive. We'll talk about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to talk about it. Guess what? At one o'clock. Yeah, we are. That's called a tease. That is called a tease. Holly, you are a real pro. Thank you for that. Thank when you. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to. Solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. In a little segment we call Blinded by the Item, Molly's going to bring us those uh, mysteries. We're going to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. You got to turn that microphone on. And Holly Roberts is the bringer, the uh, the gifter of these pop culture mysteries. Uh, in this little segment, we call it "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by the item. More like a pop culture mystery liaison. Yeah, that's what you are. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. or maybe a concierge. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I've always wanted a concierge. Wonderful. Well, let me concierge this mystery. Concierge this. To you. Um, Speaking of cheating anchors, one of them actually pays a great deal of money to a dog walker, but loves the attention. So called a paparazzo or two to make sure she could get in the tabloids Mm. again. Amy. Amy Robach. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
We see you. We saw that. We mm-hmm. saw your oh. drive-by paparazzi mm-hmm. stroll. And I'm very glad that we will be talking about this later because I had opinions and thoughts when I saw that. And I know you did too, Bradley. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Amy Robach actually pays a great deal of money to a dog walker. But Amy Robach loves the attention and called a paparazzo or two to make sure that she could get in the tabloids again. <sighs> Mission accomplished. Oh, look, in Hollywood, Nothing also is real. daytime television or morning television or whatever, TV, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing is real, real and everyone, and everyone smokes. smokes. Thank you. Now, with this next blind item revealed, there are some words... Okay. We're going to go through them together, right. but listen carefully. All right. Uh, a couple... Meaning it's like a long one? Uh, yeah, longer than okay. usual. Okay. NT Lawyer has previously written in this space, in his blind items, about how the sovereign of this country took a bunch of cash. In the whole, give him, in the whole, give them the sporting event scandal. Briefcases and suitcases filled with cash. Why does he still need to keep taking their money? What are you going to do with it? It isn't like you can retire from your job and live on an island somewhere spending it. You already have more money than you will ever need. And at some point, it's just straight up greed. Or is it payments for something that's still going on? King Charles. Yes. And uh, somebody in Qatar. For what was the, what's the sporting of the Olympics or something? No, the World Cup. Uh, the World Cup. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. Still <laughs> happening. That. So mm-hmm. what NT Lawyer is saying, hey, King Charles, there was a situation in the past where you were taking money mm-hmm. and there were briefcases. Oh, and that's reported, by the way. That's not a... Yeah, that's not gossip. That's not gossip. Yeah. Like, he literally accepted suitcases, suitcases full of, of cash. Yeah, that's right. Correct. So that is actual journalism, not uh, hearsay. Uh, but NT so Lawyer then ponders, well, Charles, what are you going to do with this additional money? It's not like you can retire from your job when NT Lawyer is implying that at this point it's just straight up greed or perhaps something else. I think it's probably just straight up greed and ego because, you know, the thing about Charles is like he's just a perennially, if you believe as I do, that the royals, uh, as portrayed on the crown, are real. Even though they tell us that it's not real. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm going to, you know, agree with Dame, what's her name again? Judy Dench. Yeah, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. No, I love her, actually. <clears throat> You'd have to believe that he, you know, this is just a way for him to, to feel as though he is, is important mm-hmm. and has power. Because up until very recently, he didn't. Yeah. Was very important to him. And I would imagine that that would create all sorts of opportunities for people to take advantage of that insecurity. Well, some would call it ego. I bet it stems, though, from oh, an insecurity. Absolutely. Hmm. Hmm. That was so, a good one. Thank you, Holly. All right. Unless, like, point. Prince Andrew, you know, there's, like, you know, some stuff and I he's don't know trying why. to cover up. I just don't feel like Prince Charles is covering for Prince Andrew. Well, but you got to remember, they're all in the family. That's true. And at the end of the day, they protect the family. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they might, you know, he might disappear, Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. But a stain on one part of the crown is still a stain on the crown. Oh. And there's not a Tide pen big enough. No, sir. To get that one Oof. out. No. I'm not going to spray and wash that. Nope. Not even a white. Mm-mm. 
Another celebrity gossip mystery. Now, this is one of those days where we're just gonna we're gonna go with the ones that are more well known because there's some deeper dives, but it just it gets complicated. Let's yeah, stay on the hard. surface. It's yeah, hard. we're sta- we're staying on the surface. We're doggy paddling over here. Yeah, uh, let's stay on the surface with this one. What is left out of the documentary is that the ginger-haired one was spending up to forty thousand dollars a month on travel for the illiterate one when they were dating mm. because she needed first class. For the every two week trip. Yeah. So that would be Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah. And this is obviously, he's saying that they didn't talk about this part of their relationship in the first episode. Yeah, but like, did anybody think they would be like, you know, we like to travel first class? Yeah. Let's go. They're not going to do that. I mean, if you you could, would you not? Well, that's the thing I'm thinking is like, why? I mean, I don't know. I would have no expectation that they wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. It's right. like, yeah, if I'm Meghan Markle, I'm and I'm dating a, an actual prince. Yeah, like I this might be notion. There's something that comes along with that that people hold against them. I can't. I we're going to talk about this, but like the notion that people are going to hold uh, privilege against these two. Mm-hmm. When they'll easily support privilege for a bunch of other people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just makes you wonder, huh, I wonder what's different about these two. Yeah. Well, that really gets under the skin of these people. What could it be? Mm. Yeah. So that's mm. called a tease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here is a. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Again, these are surface ones. You know, let's. You don't have to apologize. I know. We're happy to be here for the journey. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. This. These are like my junior varsity ones that I would normally pass by. It's all good. But since the varsity team is away, Uh and I don't quite want to get to the B squad. Here we are. All right. Yeah. We're good. Uh, This former A-list actress who will tell you she didn't sleep with a disgraced producer contends that now that she was the first female action star. Uh, No. Jennifer Lawrence. I cannot. Fill in the blanks so we can explain to the audience. (laughs) So uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, will tell you, you know, she didn't, you know, the NT lawyer's putting that out there. Yeah, he's been saying that for he's a while. He's been saying that for a while. She did not sleep with Harvey Weinstein. However, she contends that she was the first female action star. NT lawyer says, no, Jennifer The lie Lawrence. detector is determined. That is, that is a, a lie. lie. No, that's the thing that's making headlines. And don't worry, it'll come up a little bit later in the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, that she somehow believes that... She was the original female action star. I, I just have a lot of questions about that, but I know you're going to answer them. So I, I mean, will or save, I won't. I'll just you but know, I will probably s- agree with you. I will save my questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of those things. That Jennifer Lawrence comment sounds like, you know, when you're on the Internet mm-hmm. and websites compile greatest lists of all time and they only go back about 15 years but that's mostly because perhaps one somebody didn't do the actual historical research or two or or go to the second page of google like i mean (laughs) right it's not hard right we all are geniuses yeah with our iphones so like don't be lazy right yeah or don't be extra lazy I mean, because it is it's still even just lazy to go to the second page of google i'm just saying yeah. so like don't yeah. be she was just real 
Mm, no, no. Uh-huh. Okay. You have one more yeah. We're going to revisit a, a quick blind item that has now been confirmed. You will get it right away. The A-list everything in her mind celebrity is looking at projects she can star in with her husband. Mm. Because, yeah, that worked out well the last time. Mm. Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez and Ben Affleck. Yes. So watch out for Geely 2.0 in the near future oh, because Jennifer that. Lopez is looking to work with Ben Affleck. Nobody wanted Geely 1.0. Well, that and also too. I don't. I don't. I think that she thinks that we all want to see them love each other more than we do. Like I didn't. Ass, I didn't, I don't want, I don't want to, I'm okay, is what I'm saying. Like, I, we don't need that. What did he just say that was kind of like, it seemed kind of debaggy? Something about Netflix being lazy or something like that? He was that. criticizing some type of movies or movie people or stream uh, something well ben affleck and matt damon have started their own production company right where they say they're going to be more equitable with uh salary and profit distribution i mean that's great i but i had seen a story that just made it come across it made him come across like you know he uh, there was an arrogance to the tone is it the thing that he but was it the thing he said about netflix because what he said about netflix is that they operate like an assembly line Maybe. Okay. I mean, that sounds more familiar than the other story, so it could be. But I just, I got the impression, I was like, I mean, you know, everybody's got opinions, but like, it's how you share them. And that just makes you look kind of like, it's it's like that whole thing about like, oh, the way Hollywood is today. They don't make real movies anymore. It's just all those superhero movies. It's like, well, do you understand why? Right. That's not like just because a bunch of people have no taste. Right. As you seem to be implying. And that is, I mean, he did sound pretty, uh, I mean, it was the, 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 he, he didn't put a lot of care into the message he was trying to put out because what he did, what he said is Netflix just churns out content. And it was related to this production company that he's starting with Matt Damon, where it was like, it was like, you know, Netflix just puts stuff out there. They don't really care. They just assemble stuff, but we're really going to take great care to put out really, you know, good and thoughtful. Yeah, I mean, that and, was sort of like the subtext. And I hope so. It, my point is just that like, yeah. he comes across somewhat arrogant on occasion, yeah. and it's like, you know, I bet the people at Netflix think they're doing really great work. So I think if you want to be successful, you don't have to like tear down other people's work in order to do it. Right, and I think, you know, if you just look at Netflix's track record and the hits that they've made. Yeah, maybe produce something and then we'll see. Yeah. Let's talk about it after that. Yeah. Ben thank you. Uh, Holly, thank you for those blind items. Thank yeah. you, darling. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I have been fascinated with this mystery of something that was found on a beach in Daytona Beach. There is probably, actually, I'm pretty sure there's actually a solution to the mystery, but I'm going to take you through the entire journey. What's this thing that was found on this beach? And what it actually is. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And oh my gosh, you guys, I, you know, occasionally uh, in the life cycle of the Colleen and Bradley Show, there have been stories that are not 
like traditionally entertainment related or pop culture related that have caught our attention that we get sort of like that missing airplane. Yeah, for example. Oh right. I remember mean, the weeks that we talked oh about that story, gosh. and still there is no answer. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that Malaysia flight. Mh three eight three seven. I'll figure it out because I something like that. Anyway, go but on. Yeah, yeah. That one was like endlessly fascinating, right? But this this story kind of like kind of you know grabbed that little part of my imagination and made me interested when I saw this story about something that was found on the shores of uh, uh, Daytona Beach, and this is how it was described, and I've seen pictures of it too. Uh, it's an eighty foot long object. It appears to be made of wood and metal, and um, it was just like lightly exposed on the surface enough that they needed to do something about it because it was affecting the beach. But the reason that they believe that it uh, was uncovered was because of the change in the tide following the hurricane recently. And so they've been looking at this uh, and they've they've called in archaeologists. They've, of course, you know, put pictures of it up on social media, left people um, to speculate what this might be. Um, Apparently, they also have to pay attention to it only at a certain time of the tide. Right. Because uh, when it's high tide, it's fully submerged. But when the tide recedes, then you can see this thing and it's sort of like washing the sand away a little bit. Okay, so here's what happened. Um, what they okay? First of all, I want to tell you what people speculated because they had put out pictures, and people were speculating different types of theories about this. Archaeologists, but also just you know regular, you know Joes who are paying attention to social media. Um, theories were that it may have been a, a, a barrier, or a shipwreck, or a portion of an old pier. Or even a spectator seating area from when NASCAR used to have races on the beach. So these are the things that people were wondering. Well, guess what? Yesterday, they figured it out. Oh, okay. What did they figure out? Okay. Uh, Oh, I just think this is so cool. Because you know what I thought it was originally. What did you think it was? Well, the first thing I thought it was was some kind of like boat. And Mm -hmm. then I thought, well... Maybe it's not a boat. It's probably a, like a pier or something. Okay. So you're actually not alone. A lot of people thought it was a pier because of the way that it was situated on the beach and made it look like um, it was like perpendicular to the beach. So it was, you know, going out into the water. It is actually a wooden hulled shipwreck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was held together with wooden pegs and with iron fasteners. Uh, archaeologists were able to work around that structure at low tide, and that's when they were able to figure out um, that it was a shipwreck from the 1800s. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Like I said, one of the first things I thought is shipwreck, because if you look at the photo, mm-hmm. notice how it tapers at one end. Yep. And that just seems like, you know, again, I don't, I'm not an archaeologist, so it could have easily been anything else. But that's just where my mind first went, because I was like, oh, we've seen, I mean, I've watched a lot of, you know, the Smithsonian Channel. Mm-hmm. I see old shipwrecks. Yeah. Um, but it's fat. They don't know, like, who, like, was on the ship or so if it here's, was a... here's what they think, or here's what they think they know. Okay. Uh, because they don't really have... So, first of all, you... Okay, I'm going to tell you what they think about it, but then I'm going to tell you what they're going to do with it, because that's, I think, also kind of important. Sure. 
So uh, they they believe that it dates back to the 1800s. They say if it was coming from the Caribbean, it could have been like a fruit or a lumber, you know, vessel that was bringing, you know, either fruit or lumber. Okay. Um, but if it was coming from the Gulf of Mexico, the, it could have been bringing manufactured goods. But it was a, a wooden sailing ship that's about eight to 180 to 100 feet long, about 20 to 25 feet wide. Um, and and they believe it was bringing things to the area, and that's why, um, or that's when it you know was shipwrecked there. Um, but here's the thing: they're not going to be able to dig it up. So I wanted them to dig it up. Like I was like, maybe they can dig it up. Well, and I would imagine it like would have taken a lot of work, and especially with the tide going in and out. That and it wouldn't have survived. Um, it's they would not be able to un. They would not be able to unearth it. It would break into pieces, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be able to. It would just be a huge undertaking. You'd so think that they'd be able to figure out what ship this is because you know they did have newspapers back in the day, yeah. and you'd imagine that in this location they'd be able to go, huh? We could pinpoint it to be like I'm sure they'll look at the iron or the metal uh-huh. bits and be able to tell where they were manufactured, nail down a date, determine like where and when, and then like go looking for. You know, newspaper reports. I, that's what I'm hoping that they will do. Because I, you know, I don't know. I like to see a story all the way through. I don't like leaving it with this, like, question mark. Like, now I'm going to have that annoying thing where I'm going to wonder, but what ship? Like, what what happened? Well, very likely. I mean, you know, time. Right. You're just going to have to wait a little bit. But eventually, they'll be able to figure all sorts of stuff out. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what it is. They figured out what it is. Uh, it's not aliens as much as I'm sure somebody was like, you know what it could be. It's an advanced civilization. That's what I was hoping. I thought they were coming to get me. <laughs> Honey, if they were coming to get you, you would have been gotten. I know. Yeah. And I keep mm-hmm. telling them I'm available, but whatever. We told them to. We knew that you wanted to go with them, Thank you. so we gave them a heads up. Thank you. By the way, tomorrow at about two, <laughs> what do you think, Halls? Are they arriving mm, for Did me? Did you give them a specific time? Mm, let's talk about it later. Okay. They don't. Ha- they don't. They don't use clocks. Like you liked we do, the you probe guys. thing, though, right? Me? Didn't we check that off? I'm Holly? excited about uh, that. Did yeah. you ask about that? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to probe Bradley Trainer. Ooh. On his opinions of the Harry and Meghan Netflix uh, docu series, Holly watched a little bit too. Oh, we'll you both pick did. Her brain, yeah. Awesome. Okay, I watched none of it. So, but I did watch the Lifetime original movie no, about not the same. their love story. So I know a lot. So I'm in on this conversation. Uh, but you can hear all about Bradley and Holly's thoughts on that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1.